0: Why would coffee cause poop? Coffee is a laxative, bud. You've never
1: experienced that. Are we allowed to talk about stuff like that? On are this we allowed
0: to talk about there? First of all, it's our show. We can talk about anything we want. Obviously,
1: but poop. I wasn't brought up to discuss stuff like that.
0: Hey, everyone, it's Dr. Chris Kelly,
1: and I'm Dr. Mark Eisenberg, and we are here to answer the
0: age-old question: Am I dying?
1: No, 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 no. What's the matter? Oh, I have a headache.
0: It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. You ever seen that movie, Mark?
1: No, I never get out.
0: Kindergarten Cop. No. I I, I often think of you, that little kid, telling Arnold Schwarzenegger that his headache is a tumor. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're always making me worry about these kinds of things, like headaches.
1: Well, you always give people a lot of headaches from what I remember when you were my student. I do. You know, I'm
0: I'm lucky that as as a person, I generally generate a lot of headaches, but I don't experience them myself very often. I'm more of a headache giver than a headache experiencer. Even when
1: your wife slaps you in the head?
0: <laughs> That's more of like a face sting uh, than a headache. Yeah. But headaches are are ubiquitous. Almost everybody get headache uh, from now sorry, on. Then.
1: Sorry, I'm, I'm Googling that that word what was it ubiquitous <laughs> yeah
0: it's uh it's y-o-u-b-i-k-w <laughs> uh, i can't remember the rest anyway yeah everyone gets headaches uh everyone worries from time to time their headache might be a serious problem certainly uh if you know a medical student or god forbid have ever been one uh, you're going to immediately worry that your headache is a sign of brain cancer Yeah. You know, one in
1: 50 visits to the emergency room is about headaches?
0: Uh, The other 49 for STD testing after your dates? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Let's just start with some good news, what I hope for a lot of people. Your headache is probably not a brain tumor. In fact, I would say that it's a 99% chance that it's not a brain tumor or anything serious.
1: Especially if you're listening to this podcast while you're having the headache.
0: You know, there is that 1% lingering chance and obviously- Well, we, it's
1: not one, come on, less than 1% that you're okay, going to have a brain point,
0: tumor. Point, 0.01% chance. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know what? When billions of people are around the world and all of them are getting headaches now and then, that means a not insignificant number of them will have that brain tumor. So how do you know if that's going to be you?
1: Or a burst aneurysm.
0: Yeah. Something horrific like that. So, so let's start with the basics. Most headaches actually fall into one of a few different categories. Um, the most common kind of headache uh, that people experience is called a tension headache. And, and pretty much everyone has had that. Um, attention headache is often described as having like, it's like a, a pressure around your head, like band around your head, a vice around your head. And kind of happens when you're stressed, tired, dehydrated, Whatever the people working in your office would describe their headache as, Mark, um, after-
1: After dealing with me?
0: That's that's a tension headache.
1: Yeah. So what do people do for tension headaches? Why don't we discuss that?
0: Well, I think that everybody knows the basics. Drink some water, take a pain reliever, an Advil, Motrin, Tylenol, tylenol, something like that. And if you you have a mild headache and it's worse under duress and then it gets better- with some simple pain medications, it's probably a tension headache.
1: And it should go away. It should go away after you have something to drink and some Advil or Tylenol.
0: I don't think anyone knows exactly why they happen or how they happen in the brain, but they're benign and everyone gets them and it's really not a sign of anything. So so that's like the, the most entry-level headache. Another kind of headache that people often will get is like a sinus-type headache. It's more of like a face pain often than a headache. Mm-hmm. But, but if you feel the front of your face or around your eyes or nose, maybe a little uh, like pressure in there, tightness, and you've got a runny nose and maybe you've had a cold recently. Uh, That's probably just a bunch of boogers and mucus in your sinuses.
1: Yeah. So that, that same thing, people should make sure you're well hydrated and take, try some Advil, which is ibuprofen or Motrin, um, and you could also try a decongestant, sort of like pseudoephedrine or uh, phenylephrine. Uh,
0: haven't you been banned from buying pseudoephedrine <laughs> in the state of Nevada, Mark, since uh, your whole Walter White wannabe kind of thing?
1: It is funny. I was behind my mom in line at the, I don't know, the shopping stop, and she was getting pseudofed and they were like, I want your ID. You know, They want to see your driver's license. She's like, to buy pseudoephed <laughs> or, or Dayquil? Um, <laughs> but the truth is, yeah, because people actually can buy tons of it and actually make some crystal meth.
0: This is true. So, if you want to buy the good decongestants that have pseudoephedrine, you're going to have to put down your driver's license. And I think you can't buy more than a box per day. Mm-hmm. Although, in fairness, if you're using it for a sinus headache, you really don't need more than a box a day. Are they
1: really reporting it? I mean, they take your license number. Who are they reporting it to?
0: I have no idea what they do with those papers. Maybe they shred them at the end of each day, for all I know.
1: Yeah. You know, another uh, common reason for headaches is actually when people, you know, get off caffeine. Hold on, before
0: before we get there though, let's just stick with my um, sinuses for a second. Another thing that you can do for those, by the way, if you don't feel like showing your driver's license, if you try those nasal steroid sprays like Flonase and Nasacort,
1: yeah, which you could buy you could buy over the counter now,
0: and you do not need to show your ID for it. Those those can help a lot too. Those can kind of clear. Yeah, they're out.
1: actually great. And I think really under you. So you could just buy the flow nasal spray and just you know shoot up one shot in each nostril twice a day.
0: And then, of course, there is the famous neti pot. Have you ever tried that? No, it's repulsive. <laughs> why, why don't you tell people what, what a neti pot is why <laughs> you're can, so repulsive? I can't even it?
1: spell neti pot. Is that N-E-T-I? <laughs> so what did you say?
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's N-E-T-I. I don't know what the word neti comes from, but it's like this little teapot that you put warm, not hot, I repeat, not hot water in it. And then you lean back and you pour it into your nostril and it literally washes through your nasopharynx and in theory can come out the other side. Uh, And people do this to try to clear out their sinus type symptoms. Uh, A lot of people swear by it. I tried it once and I felt like I was being waterboarded.
1: Yeah, I was and gonna say it sounds like torture. So
0: I never I never tried it again. Plus, I don't really understand in theory why it would work any better than just like sitting over a hot steaming bowl of soup or humidifier.
1: It's it's the same thing with the flow Here, yeah, you're just basically you're dilating the whole uh, the whole area, allowing it to all drain, right?
0: If you if you do, by the way, get recurrent. Uh, sinus type infections, and they're not improving with those medications. It's also possible you could have a deviated septum or uh, a small opening into one of the sinuses in your head, and something that can actually be corrected and would make your sinus headaches go. Away.
1: You know, but if you have a lot of drainage and you have a fever, you could have a you know an infection. So then you do need to see your doctor, possibly be put on a short course of antibiotics. Right.
0: Okay. So, Mark, you had alluded to caffeine and headaches.
1: So, yeah. Every now and then I decide, you know something, maybe having six cups of coffee each morning might not be as healthy as I think. You know, and so I decide to cut back on it. And then like four hours later, I'm screaming at everyone in my office. You know, my head's pounding. But yeah, you could actually have like a caffeine withdrawal headache.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, anyway,
1: I don't drink six cups of coffee because now I actually walk to work every day, which is 40 blocks. And I walk through the park and I, if I have to pee, it kind of, I'm afraid I'll get arrested if I have to like zoom behind a tree.
0: Ever, ever since that public urination incident. <laughs> yeah. I, I What is it? Three public urinations and you lose your medical license in the city of New York?
1: How did I know that they were filming an episode of <laughs> Law and Order behind me? <laughs> of course, I've heard that, that that actual episode had the best ratings ever.
0: Oh, yeah, right. Everyone got a real self-esteem boost after they watched you.
1: No, I was going to say the opposite. Don't mean to brag, buddy. <laughs>
0: after they saw you get your shoes wet. <laughs>
1: actually the problem is when you get the person next to you shoes wet
0: uh-huh yeah okay fine so caffeine it's interesting though because actually a lot of treatments for headaches yeah. have caffeine in them so like fioris Fioriset, and other headache pills have caffeine in them.
1: Look, headaches are usually caused by one or two things: either the vessels in your head dilate and expand, and that's causing pain, or the vessels in your head constrict, like with a migraine, which we could talk about in a minute. They constrict. But for the headaches that that are caused by the vessels in your head dilating, actually the caffeine causes the constriction. So yep. it actually, I know when I have a bad headache, whether it's called tension headache or whatever the heck, it doesn't make a difference. I'm basically drink a uh, you know some caffeine and have two Advil, and I'm usually better in about 15 minutes,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? So let's talk, talk, yeah, let's talk about migraines now. How does someone know if they're having a migraine? So migraines, let's just preface
0: this by saying migraines are a serious problem. They're they're not dangerous per se, but they are awful, so unpleasant, horrible uh, to experience. And uh, they're often underdiagnosed and undertreated. So listen very carefully. So a migraine headache, classically, is described as a throbbing type of headache, usually in the front of the head, usually on both sides, but not always. Uh, And uh, features that make us think more migraine uh, is if you feel nauseated when you have it, Mm -hmm. if you feel especially sensitive to sound and light. So like if you want to just crawl up in a ball under the sheets, um, that's kind of like a migraine. If you find that your headaches are occurring in response to certain triggers, like, like strong odors, uh, or, uh, stress, or if, you know, among women, if you're getting your period, uh, And those, those all really are characteristic of migraine. And, And so if you get those, then, then you should get migraine specific treatment.
1: Yeah. And you know, a lot of people or a good number of people always have what's called an aura right before their migraine. So they have some other symptoms that actually alerts them their migraine's about to start. So common symptoms are you sort of just feel like, isn't the term scotoma, like these, like your eyes, you see like sort of dots, little flashes, they're sort of like warning shots. And sometimes actually people have these strange smells. So they actually – you know, I've already discussed mother at shop and stop. So father, all of a sudden, he like runs out of the room half the time like because grabbing Advil because he starts to have these weird like visual stuff. And he knows a migraine is about to come on. And if he doesn't take the Advil right away, it actually won't go away for a long time.
0: Yeah, migraine auras are super interesting. All kinds of different things happen. Like some people say they smell burned rubber. Uh, Some people say they see like flashing lights or things. Don't you shoplift right before yours? (laughs) (laughs) You're saying I have uh, (laughs) shoplifting triggered migraines? Can you
1: imagine going to the judge? Anyway, actually, we have to uh, take a break right now.
0: All right, let's take a quick break. Then we'll finish talking about migraines and some other more serious types of headaches.
1: How How do you know it's not the brain tumor or your aneurysm in your head's about to burst?
0: All right, stick with us. We'll be right back. welcome back everybody we are talking about headaches in the first half of our show we talked about the uh more benign less concerning types of headaches tension type headaches which feel like you've got a band around your head and uh, usually those are mild and get better with pain relievers those are super common also talked about sinus headaches which are often associated with runny nose the feeling of stuffiness more facial pain than anything talked about uh, how those get better with decongestants talked about nasal steroids also helping also talked about how if you have fever and severe pain you could have an infection and require antibiotics. And if you get sinus headaches all the time, that, that could be an anatomical issue that needs to be addressed. Talked about caffeine as a treatment for headaches, but also a potential cause for headaches if you're drinking too much of it. And uh, finally, we ended- No, 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 no. If
1: you're drinking too much of it, you stop drinking. So it's Right. Ca- and you abruptly caffeine, stop it. Yeah. It's caffeine withdrawal. So if you're used to having three, three cups a day and then all of a sudden you're doing one or two, you're like fasting for some reason, don't have any, you will have a caffeine withdrawal headache.
0: And then finally, we were in the middle of talking about migraines, which are a very common, often underappreciated cause of headache. And, And migraines classically are a throbbing type headache, often on both sides of the head. And they're associated with nausea, sometimes even vomiting, sensitivity to lights and noises, and frequently preceded by what's called an aura, which is just a weird sensation. We were talking about how some people smell burned rubber. Some people see flashing lights or sort of sparkling or scintillating. you
1: shoplift right before? (laughs) Mm, Yeah.
0: I I lose control of my mind and body and just go on a shoplifting spree. Uh, Speaking of losing control of your body, some people have these hemiplegic migraines where they lose strength in half their body well oh, that's come on that's very very rare i said some people i didn't say how many
1: and if that happens to you folks do not assume it's your migraine go to an emergency room you assume it's a stroke
0: all of which is simply to say that migraines are a complicated and interesting um Thing uh, very unpleasant to experience, and there's treatment specifically for migraines. You alluded to your dad taking an uh, ibuprofen right at the onset of the migraine.
1: No, no, no. When he gets his aura, even before,
0: or even before. Yeah, the the earlier you can treat a migraine, the better. Always. And uh, there's some medications, uh, the triptans, for example, that are a little better, specifically targeted at migraines. And then there's a whole host of medications you can take to try to prevent migraines from happening if you are somebody who gets more than a few of them each month.
1: But by then, you should see your doctor or neurologist because some of them could have some side effects or might not be appropriate for you if you have other underlying conditions.
0: Well, they're prescription-only anyway, so good luck getting them without seeing your doctor.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, people try to get it from their roommate. Um, you know, Migraines are more common in women and in most people, if you're going to have migraines, they usually start when you're in your 20s and 30s. So if all of a sudden you're like 65 and 70 and you have these headaches that you think are migraines, eh, unlikely if that's the first headache you've ever had. So let's
0: actually – I'm glad you bring it up. If you're 65 and 70, there's a certain kind of headache that really only occurs uh, after the age of 60. Is that the one with scalp tenderness? yeah. Don't you remember
1: from med school? I remember that one. That's actually could be very, very serious. And if it's not caught in time, it can cause blindness.
0: So let's let's just break this down for folks. So if if you're, you have to be over 50, but especially if you're over 60 and you start getting headaches on this one side of your head yeah. and that side of your head is also tender. So like brushing your hair causes some pain. Or when
1: you chew, it sort of hurts.
0: Right. You get this like jaw fatigue. So like you like run out of steam chewing. Um, that, that could be something called temporal arteritis. It's actually a irritation of a blood vessel on that side of your head. And, and because that blood vessel also supplies blood to your eye, if you let that inflammation go unchecked, it can cause, well, as you said earlier, blindness on that, that side. So,
1: so it's, it's easy to diagnose, you know, you hope most doctors are aware of it. You know, one is a blood test that shows inflammation, so if you, um, if you get a blood test and it shows some of these inflammatory markers to be very elevated, it could be a key that you might have it. And then they have to do a quick little biopsy, which is not as bad as it sounds. But the moment they find that you have it, they just need to treat you with steroids and then you're cured. Right.
0: So we're, we're, we're climbing our way up the ladder of headache horrors uh we're getting into the more and more serious ones
1: one more other one if you wake up every day with a headache you know you could actually have something called tmj right temporal mandibular joint disease like you're clenching your teeth at night a lot of times headaches are very you know treatable
0: is that when somebody's stressed and they're like clenching their jaw at night is that like why i scream at my sleep <laughs> <laughs>
1: Doesn't your wife take a pillow every time you scream? It's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, she she keeps trying to to suffocate me with it, but thankfully I have pretty strong arms and I'm able to fend her off.
1: Yeah, you got rid of the life insurance, so she doesn't really have much motivation <laughs> yeah, anymore.
0: She's lost half her incentive.
1: <laughs> but still, if I were your wife, I wouldn't care much about the life insurance. I like, Who cares about money? There's something called happiness.
0: Uh, okay, let's change subjects quickly here. Um, so another time when you should worry about a headache if there's just like a major change in the frequency or severity of headaches like if you're not a headache person really and all of a sudden you are a headache person that is that alone is just concerning right yeah, definitely so i at the top of the show have said that i'm not really a headache person if if i start getting headaches every day and there's no clear major stressor or change in my life that could explain that that has to be checked out ASAP. Like you got to see a doctor really in the next day or two. Yeah.
1: And there's other, some telltale signs of uh, headaches that could be very dangerous. So if a headache starts very quickly and goes from like one to 10 right away, it could be a bleed in your head also. So there's something times when you shouldn't definitely rush to the emergency room. So uh, one, if the headache goes from zero to like 10 in no time.
0: So-called thunderclap headache, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's very, very painful.
0: Which is interesting because I've really never heard the word thunderclap used outside of describing a headache these days. It feels like a very 1950s word.
1: Mm, That's kind of nice.
0: Have have you said the word thunderclap outside of uh, (laughs) – and when not describing a headache ever?
1: I did once and I was never invited back to that dinner party.
0: (laughs) Anyone hear that thunderclap outside? (laughs) Anyway, we call it a thunderclap because it's just very abrupt and sudden. Uh, super like you felt fine. And then 30 seconds later, you are screaming in pain from a headache.
1: And it's just not going away.
0: That's not good. That's really bad. You got to go to the ER for that. Yeah. Uh,
1: Another reason to go to the emergency room is actually if you start to have slurred speech, or you're feeling weak or numb in one side, particularly of the body, and it could actually be a bleed causing a stroke. So that's another reason. If you have some slurred speech, or you're getting confused, especially if you have a fever, uh, that could actually be meningitis and you need to get to, uh, especially when it's so painful to move your neck and you can't look at light and you have a fever, you need to get to the emergency room for possible uh, treatment for meningitis.
0: Okay. So any headache associated with any other neurological stuff. So as you say, weakness, loss of sensation, confusion, that's a ASAP emergency. And also you mentioned headache combined with fever, neck stiffness, neck pain. Usually you got sensitivity to light as well. That could be an infection in or around the brain.
1: Why don't we talk about sex for a second? Can headaches happen during sex? I mean, do you remember? hold on, hold on.
0: (laughs) You you said that you were raised right and you won't talk about poop. Yeah, but not poop, but sex is different. You're rushing me straight into sex? Come on, warm warm me up a little bit first, dude.
1: (laughs) So actually, headaches can happen during sex.
0: (laughs) I thought headaches were just reasons people gave you to not have sex with you.
1: Do you remember 10 years ago during your honeymoon?
0: Uh, I remember it well. There was no headaches.
1: <laughs> at least not for you. I'm sure for. The, <laughs> I'm, I was gonna say I'm sure for the other two. The, the other two.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, h- headaches are not just an excuse to not have sex. Headaches can happen during sex, and well, you know, during sex or at least during good sex, the adrenaline is pumping, right? Getting getting hot and bothered, sweaty. Your heart rate's up.
1: No, no, but during sex, it's probably more of like a pinch nerve in your neck because you're sort of like contracting,
0: right? Wait, what kind of positions are you getting into? No no,
1: no, 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 now I'm uncomfortable again. Poop, <laughs> come on. What no, like, <laughs> kind you know, of weird upside
0: down stuff are you doing? But, My but, neck nerves are not getting pinched during sex.
1: But to be honest, sometimes people do have, they're stressed and they're actually, they can get a headache during sex right before they're about to, you know. So, I mean, that's actually very upsetting for a lot of people, but the headache goes away when you stop. But sometimes actually, if the headache doesn't go away and you stop, then you need to get to the emergency room because just like if you have a headache during exercise and it doesn't Doesn't go away, uh, could be something, sign of something serious. Don't forget to put
0: your pants back on first
1: (laughs) before the emergency room. Yes. So, so basically,
0: let's just repeat that. If you get a headache during sex and it's kind of getting worse as you're getting closer, but then you stop and it goes away, you're saying that that's probably benign.
1: Yes. Well, not benign. It could add a lot of anxiety, but you should definitely see your uh, doctor and decide what you should be doing, whether you need to take Advil before sex or heating pad or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's romantic. But if the pain begins during sex as things are getting really frisky and then it continues, that's really bad. That It doesn't go away when you stop. Yeah, that, that you have got to get checked out for, yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: And one other reason for headaches, which is very, very serious, uh, it could be um, carbon monoxide poisoning.
0: mm-hmm that's like the last time you tried to cook, right?
1: <laughs> it was food poisoning in the beginning, and then they all had carbon monoxide poisoning. But you see, you're like, why? Why is this pot taking six hours to boil? You know, we we all have fire alarms, hopefully with a you know a carbon monoxide detector in our houses. But if people are waking up with you know in the middle of the night with headaches, it could be a sign that you're, uh,
0: you know, is that the carbon monoxide? Alarm going off in the background. Well, I'm sorry about that.
1: Do we have to pause for a second? There is a fire in the building. Uh,
0: No, I I think it's actually perfect. I think that it's a divine, uh, it's a sign from above.
1: Yeah. So again, if you if people in your family are confused, with headache, nausea, shortness of breath, it could actually be carbon. You know, the first thing you should do is obviously call nine one and open the windows. But carbon monoxide poisoning is very serious.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we have covered pretty much everything a person could want to know about headaches. We've no, covered. No,
1: there's, there's more, and you could get our book downloaded or go get our book, Am I Dying? A Complete Guide to Your Symptoms and What to Do Next. And we have a whole chapter on headaches.
0: Well, we we hope that after listening to this, you are less concerned about your headache. We hope we didn't give you a headache. Yeah, maybe you were not concerned enough about your headache. And in either case, we hope that was uh, helpful. I hope you did not get a headache from listening to us bicker. And uh, we will catch you during the next episode. Stay healthy. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. Am I Dying is a production of Offscript Media. Our executive producer is Matthew Zachary. Andrew McDowell is our senior producer. Karen Lee is our production manager. Darren Tan is our production intern. Am I Dying is recorded, mixed, and edited by Ariel Nachman. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments and feedback. For more information, visit offscript.com.